All right, man. So I took a train trip this past week. Just, you know, I missed the train and, you know, it's, it's been very empty, you know, the, the, the train cars. So I was like, I just took a little train trip. Right. And one thing. Throbbing that, vessels going through tunnels. Sex. <laughs> but one thing that like, I always missed during the train is just like, you know, you're on the train, you need some entertainment. So like, what do you do? Like, oh, you just watch for 45 minutes. You're watching this homeless guy masturbate over there. Wow. 45 minutes. That's That's a long train trip. Yeah. But like, (laughs) but also like, and then the battery dies on your phone. You're like, well, what else am I going to watch? Oh man. So sad. I know you're out there, somewhere out there. You know, it's hard to imagine because I spent numerous hours on trains in yes, the past, in your college like, days, loaded with people. Everybody is just going like crammed in as much as you possibly could be. Mm-hmm. And and then you get to your destination and you, you, you're like right next to the person as you're squeezing off of the train. Mm-hmm. Like, this far away from how, their face. How did we, how do we survive in this post COVID world? How did we not have a pandemic sooner? I know. We we're so close to it. It's like I would be sitting in my seat and some random person would sit in the seat next to me. Ew. And I was just supposed to accept that. And like your butts are touching. Pretty that much. Close to each other? Yeah. And you go back and forth sharing armrests and, and you know, and, and then they sneeze and, and you're you just sneeze, like, oh, I'm sorry. They sneeze into the hand and they high five you. Yes. Like, yeah, dude. Go, go, <laughs> Good Mahomes. Job. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Happy and Super Bowl Monday, everyone. Oh, yeah. Super Bowl Monday is more uh, like it. For all the pizza and alcohol induced <laughs> chocolate we've, we're going to eat today. Mike got the weirdest gift from his boss. Yeah. That we've been enjoying somewhat mm-hmm. over the last couple of minutes well, here. Have one. <laughs> <laughs> Which is these weird little chocolate things that are filled with random alcohols. Well, yeah, yeah. And so, like, apparently you're supposed to bite the top off and drink the alcohol Take and then shot, enjoy and the then chocolate. the rest of the chocolate, yeah. But it's weird. Right, Adam, the first thing that you did, you just took the whole thing and popped it in your mouth. I know. I was mouth. like, was like oh, I, I enjoyed it? chocolate, letting it letting it melt mm. slowly, get smaller and smaller, like most things do in my mouth. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> and then I and so I enjoyed the the Jim Beam one, and I was like, I'm gonna try this vodka one, and that one that one was putrid. Vodka is a mistake. <laughs> vodka is one of the worst inventions of mankind. I think those Russians, man. Come on. <laughs> so now I'm like the most wasted I've ever been doing the podcast Tell here. Tell me about it. Look at you. You can't look at you. I mean, like. Get, Adam, put your clothes uh, back on. Duh. I'm We're just trying to have everywhere. a professional show here. I'm sitting here. Mahomes tell- demands that we have a professional <laughs> show. We're recording this on Super Bowl Sunday, everybody, before the just, game has started. A few hours before the game starts. It's Mahomes. It's Brady. Mm. What's the Super Bowl without one of those guys? I know. It's, it's such a shame that Brady, the old man that he is, yes. died Oh, in today's show. That's amazing. Uh, today, in today's Super Bowl. Right. Wow. Show because it's scripted. Because it's, it's scripted. <laughs> yeah. It's just like just like every baseball game. Just like WandaVision. <laughs> just like WandaVision. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that's what is going to happen. Either Brady wins and it's like, I can't believe like this old man beat you mm-hmm. or Mahomes wins and it's elder abuse. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, Mahomes would win because I mean, either he's playing way, against it's going to be elder abuse when 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 Brady gets the shit kicked out of him. It's very possible this, in, in, in this year's Super Bowl. I don't I don't think it's going to happen. It's mm. possible, but I'm just saying, for all those seasons before Brady was not on the Patriots, mm-hmm. he beat up the AFC. Yeah, he went to the Super Bowl nine times. The only guy who could beat him was Pey- in the AFC was Peyton Manning. Mm. 
So I'm just saying. But he's never faced off against Mahomes. Before. He has. In the Super two, Bowl. Not in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But two years ago in the AFC Championship mm-hmm. game, he beat Mahomes. Ooh. It went into overtime. I'm just calling. Like, There's no way this game doesn't go into overtime. This today. is going to be an incredible game. I'm so <laughs> hyped for this game, dude. Spoiler alert. It wasn't a good game. It was so embarrassing. I feel so bad for every Kansas City Chiefs fan out there. Now back to the show. And I'm rooting for Colton High School's (laughs) Ronald Jones, the running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. (laughs) So, you know, like, go go Colton. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Go fighting Yellow Jackets. (laughs) You know, know, we, we can, we can. I, I know talking about the game at this point, because especially when the episode comes out on Monday, it's kind of a moot point, but like, right. it is very interesting that like, seems like no matter what team Brady's on, he seems to be taking his team to the Super Bowl. As long as Aaron no Rodgers... Bel- no Belichick either. Yeah? As long as Aaron Rodgers isn't there, it's a good <laughs> exactly, day. Right. <laughs> He's the only one that doesn't deserve to go. But I don't know, man. That Mahomes. I'm, I'm, I'm super hyped on Mahomes. You know me, the biggest Mahomes fan. I mean, you, you became a Chiefs fan. Uh, two weeks before last year's Super Bowl. Correct. And then your favorite team <laughs> wins Won the, Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're back, you know. Two years in a two row. Two years dude. in a row. I mm. mean, so now he's he's hitting his peak and next year peak starts to go down Ooh, now that but, you know? current rookie of the year, Justin Herbert of the Sandy, I mean, the Los Angeles Chargers mm-hmm. is uh, now on his way up. Ooh. Like, you know, we'll just have to see what, what happens. What position does he play? the quarterback okay i'm sorry i didn't know that it's all right <laughs> all i'm saying is that when herbert faced off against mahomes uh this year when the chiefs played the chargers that game went into overtime Ooh. granted the chiefs ended up winning because they scored a touchdown in overtime mm-hmm. but i'm just saying i think that herbert's got a good 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 chance to you make know, some mahomes runs here last year was a really good game but i was expecting uh the i was expecting the chiefs to win and they did win it was yes. still, it still was a pretty decent game but like in all honesty, this year's game could go either way. And again, moot point. This episode comes out on Monday. I know. So you know, enjoy we'll, it. But uh, but I'm still like super hyped. I think you're right. This is going to be an incredible game. And I hope so. It's going to be one for the books. Do we do? Does Brady re- win or lose? Does Brady retire? After this? Nope. Wow. He's still at the top of his game. He's gonna he's gonna keep playing until four year old man until he doesn't make it to a, to the playoffs. Mm. Then he might retire. But you know, I thought he I thought it would be perfect. You know. When he won ring six, ring six, right? That would have been the perfect yes. time. That's two he's, years ago. He's six and three in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I, I thought that would have been the perfect opportunity for him to retire, but I guess he wants to get seven, huh? Might as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll Might see. As well go we'll for see. seven, and uh, we'll see. I mean, because yeah. Gr- Gronkowski is also on the Buccaneers. Yeah. His favorite tight end. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they both and got, they both got traded at the same time, huh? Well, they both. Got picked up by Tampa Bay as free agents. There was no trading going on. Oh, sure. (laughs) Gronkowski had retired two years ago and then came back to play with Brady. Really? Yeah. Wow. (laughs) He retired after after the Patriots won the Super Bowl two years ago. Oh, okay. Super Bowl 53. He didn't play last year. He didn't play last year. Okay. He went into WWE wrestling. What? And then came back this year. No yeah, fucking I'm, way. You got to keep up, dude. Shit. You got to keep up with this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's a triple threat. <laughs> and he like lost a bunch of weight. And then he. Oh, he's no then, longer the big boy anymore. I know. And then and then he came back and everybody was like, oh, the Buccaneers aren't going to be anything now. Mm-hmm. And then they made it to the Super Bowl. So he came back to the NFL and he's like, where's the script? I don't know who's supposed to win. <laughs> Spends all that time in the WWE, right? And all of the oh, incredible, all, all of the other teams' tapes, uh, 
Like Brady didn't know that he had to ask for him. <laughs> <laughs> they just handed so where, it to where him. Where do we set up the, the, the camera for the other team's uh, locker room? Right? But yeah, it's so, going to be a great game. I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. So congratulations to the Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Anyway. <laughs> two years in a row, man. We got Doesn't a lot of show often. to get to this week. There is like a plethora of big album announcements uh, that just came out this past week. I wouldn't say album announcements as just bands are now active. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll, there, there's a difference between like and next week they all active break up. and then what they say. So <laughs> yeah. I guess I guess maybe that's something we can talk about. How okay. likely are these albums going to come out in 2021? We'll see. We got a track by track review of uh, of um, what's the name of that album? I already forgot the name. Frontal of the album. Lobe submissions. Frontal Lobe submissions by Landon Travers, uh, <laughs> featuring Ryan R- 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 uh, and uh, yeah, so it's it's a I think it's you know it's 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 a short little EP, but I think there's a, there's enough in there to discuss that warrants a track by track review in my so. mind. And I've been so. listening to some old stuff. And You've been some listening new stuff. to some old stuff. I've been listening to some old stuff. I think I've been listening to new stuff. I, I have to look at my thing. Mm-hmm. I I really overdid myself on albums this week. To I the point almost that- did. So like I so we'll, we'll sort it out on this week's episodes. But so that, that's enough talk let's jump right into the episode we're gonna go straight into some album announcements cue the music the motherfucking it breaks no ground it breaks no ground it does break new ground doesn't it <laughs> so before we get into those gigantic signings and stuff uh from uh, velocity records so that seems velocity to be like the big records. news this past week uh we got a few stuff that we're still pretty hyped about uh vicky cornell the uh, late wife, not late wife. <laughs> the wife of the late wife Chris of Cornell. late Chris Cornell <laughs> has uh, shared in an interview <laughs> that there is a volume two coming of a you know a late covers album that we got from Chris Cornell last year uh, from No One Sings Like You. Uh, apparently, a volume two is coming in the works, according mm. to Vicky. Uh, the thing with this volume one, though, that makes it special is that he mastered, he sequenced it. This is all Chris from the beginning and the end. There is another one, and the other one was mastered, not sequenced, volume two. So okay. you know, someone else is going to have to come in and, you know, do the, do, do the knobs, do the knobs, and finalize it a little <laughs> right. bit. But uh, yeah, so, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm curious of what will be covered because those were pretty much all of the Chris Cornell covers I knew about. Mm-hmm. So it's like, hmm, what's left out there? Yeah, and someone like me who like just recently got into Chris Cornell's work, like I didn't know he did those covers, but uh, so right. it was a it was a big surprise to me hearing that compilation. It was a very pleasant surprise and a, a great way, again, to cap off the end of my Chris Cornell journey. So I'm happy fun. to hear more. You know, I'm, I'm glad that there's more um, works out there that possibly you haven't heard too, maybe? Probably. Yeah, because I, yeah, I hadn't heard anything off of uh, volume one. Mm. Um, I had heard about them, oh, but I never like them researched them. Like, yeah, uh, one, of, one of those songs, like he, you said he played live, right? Well, I know he did the the Billie Jean cover way back right. in 2007. Yeah, and that, that was on the set here. list that you sent me when he was yes. when you when, when you and Cameron went to go see that show. Yes. Did you ever listen to that? It's on YouTube, of course. I saw the video just of that. Not the not the whole um set list though, but Oh, no, just just the to listen to the Billie oh, Jean yeah, cover. Oh, yeah, I've seen the, the live version cuz you okay. recommended it. Oh, incredible. So good. Yeah. So good. So, yeah, I I'm interested to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, so any, and we're gonna get that new Soundgarden album eventually too. Oh no! But there's so much. Uh, you mean like there is a Soundgarden? Mm-hmm, there is. There's just a lot of legal stuff that has to be done before. Is it just an album that he recorded before he passed away? Yes. Oh wow! Because you know he recorded lots of stuff with the band. Mm. It's just got tied up in legal stuff now, and then he died, and then 
now it's been what almost four years yeah they still haven't figured it all out that's <laughs> so, gonna be the end of the five-year anniversary of chris cornell's death <laughs> here's a celebrate album. with us and the new album is here and it's called <laughs> i love life isn't life grand i'm gonna keep on living forever because <laughs> you gotta like weed out some songs that might be about like happy thing. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm confused. What do you do when you release an album five years after a guy has committed suicide? Yeah. It's uh, Lincoln parks in the same boat. Yeah. But Lincoln park writes more. I don't know. I feel like they, I mean, both, well, both there's bands that song write sad heavy, songs. <laughs> that, there's that song heavy. That was like, it could have been interpreted as like a suicide letter. Right. But, um, so so that oh, I, I didn't know that that I'm, I'm, I'm super excited for that now we'll you, see what happens I that, guess. that's often the distant future but yep. yeah hopefully hopefully um, no one sings like you volume two is going to come out sometime very soon i'm very excited for that uh spirit box which is a band whose star is quickly rising they've had a few singles here and there there's been speculation when's that album coming when's that album coming courtney has stated in interviews like no, we're perfectly happy just releasing signals. That seems to be where the industry is going. No, it's not. <laughs> Stop saying that, bands. Nobody gives a shit if about your singles. If they put it out into the universe, that's exactly where the industry is going to go. So yeah. yeah, you're right, Adam. In, Stop saying that. <laughs> remember when Radiohead said that in like yep. 2007 and it didn't happen? <laughs> but they also didn't have Spotify back in 2007. Oh, they had Spotify. Not the way Spotify, not the monster that Spotify Radiohead is nowadays. started Spotify. <laughs> oh my God, no. What have you done? What have you done, Radiohead? Nobody wants to listen to one song from a band and then not listen to any other songs from a band. Well, it seems Collect to be working. the songs in a package put them out sequentially mm. and let us listen to it that, nobody wants to listen to your stupid singles that is an industry defining idea i think i we should patent it i should probably be ahead of a label because mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell them and you should put it on vinyl yeah everybody loves vinyl <laughs> <laughs> it's such a widespreading medium that everybody enjoys everyone loves physical media larger album art <laughs> yep details anyway spirit box wall. tell me about them i don't know very much about them at well all. you know of them from the one single that was shared to us by dave with still having Holy nightmares Golden. to this day adam says he has nightmares that's my fucking fetish i know that album was like everything i jerk it to <laughs> as a teenager but uh, <laughs> but, uh yeah uh, but uh, what you also haven't heard is the the newest single constance which Correct. is a showcase of uh, uh courtney's um, vocal range and she was originally in i wrestled a bear once i was wrestled that, a bear once that's the name of the the band it is a ref oh that's the band yeah yes. but uh, that, that's a reference to a gary Busey quote from some fucking stupid movie she wasn't the original singer so she kind of have you heard any interviews from from courtney about how she joined that band no apparently she was just some fangirl who was trying to break into the music industry at some point and then the original singer of i wrestled a bear once got pregnant like oh. on Warp Tour. Oh. So she like quit the band like immediately <laughs> she after she found out. <laughs> she I think 15, she was just like she was, 18 or 19. I was like joking. Younger, but, uh, she was 15 probably. <laughs> <laughs> but Courtney, like a young girl around that same age, like she got the call from like, I wrestled a bear once as manager and was like, and she was working at like fucking some bougie like clothing store at some point where like they put their like, you know, they're like, they're like hippy dippy kind of girls and they put their their life goals and the whiteboard and the in the back stock oh, room or something. a vision board a yeah. vision board yeah so courtney put like i she want said, to be the lead singer of a band no one she day. probably put i want to wrestle a bear once and then all of a sudden <laughs> this is close happened. enough close, close enough, enough. Yes. <laughs> so yeah she gets the, she gets the call from the band's manager and she's like hey can you fly out here like we'll fly you out to the to warp tour to to be the lead singer of this fucking stupid cringy band <laughs> like did he just like randomly dial 
someone well, she, or i mean she must have gotten their number somehow so she didn't like interest she wasn't like she didn't clue us into like how how the connection was made but like just hit random numbers and mine came up it's like mm-hmm. finally a girl anyway <laughs> you can sing right you can sing yeah and apparently she had to learn the songs like on the flight there so it's yeah it seems to be like how you get your big break folks i know hope that somebody in the band gets pregnant make a vision think. board wrestle a bear <laughs> wait for your phone to ring mm-hmm Yes. And just find different Gary Busey references to name your band. <laughs> I really yeah, so, what I mean, that band from. went defunct a long time. They were one of those MySpace scene kind of bands who got super popular because of, of the, the cringy nature of MySpace scene music. Yes. But um, yeah, so uh, Courtney went silent for a little while and like Spirit Box is her new project that she does with her husband. And uh, they released Safer a few singles way. and speculation of a new album. Uh, has been kind of rampant over the last year or so. Okay. And finally, this past week on 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 Instagram and social media, Spirit Box posts uh, BRB making a record. Okay. That's all you got to say. Well, I'll listen to it, especially if this is only their first one. Yes. I have nothing to compare it to except for something from the MySpace era, which <laughs> technically which, shouldn't know, count, but yeah, I'm I mean, still that, listening. That's far gone, like what, what kind of music that she makes nowadays. I'm still listening to plenty of music from that era. Yeah. But I mean, uh, what's, uh, because of the hype, on Spirit Box, our friend Daniel posted on uh, his blog a review of uh, our, the most, I think the most recent I Wrestled Bear Once's album that has Courtney on it. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super hyped on this band. I think there's something special and I think they're going to offer the uh, music scene something uh, interesting going forward. All right. Speaking of interesting, we got a shadow drop this past week. Oh, and, speaking uh, of pretty ladies. Going into this <laughs> shadow drop was was speculation about whether this new, whether one Haley Williams had new had new music coming out. This is of course coming right after um, Petals for Armor from tw- from 2020. Uh, this new album, eh, which we now we know, is, we need to talk about that album too much. Anyway, hey Adam, what do you put in flowers? Roses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we Violet, now know the Violet, album is called Violet, Violet, Flowers Violet. for Vases, but prior to the being officially announced and released this past Friday, um, Haley Williams was doing some guerrilla style marketing <laughs> and sending fans who sign so, up for her like newsletter or whatever like doll parts, right. and weird shit, and, s- and sending black, some flowers, black roses. Yeah, and the person was like, "I've never received anything in my entire life." Yeah, <laughs> uh, a, a few, a, a couple lucky fans got a vinyl of uh, one of the singles mm. off of uh, Flowers for Vases. Like, Quick, uh, find me a vinyl player. Yeah, so it's, it's the song uh, "My Limb," which is gonna oh, be yeah. like, which is I guess the first single i like that song that is a great song i've only heard it you know twice or Mm -hmm. so now so i mean marketing aside i think it's kind of cool like that guerrilla style marketing that's kind of you know she's doing it all herself this was Haley williams's um quarantine album she bought a jacuzzi specifically (laughs) to shoot for the for the maybe it's a music video involving the jacuzzi too but like she bought it for the album art which, she, which her nude body is on. Well, so, you know, if she's not nude, like, does it ever exist? Does it does it exist? <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's some that's some thirst trap shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> so I will listen to this album and I will judge accordingly. Yeah. Because what it's are what your I initial do. thoughts after like two listens in? I love the the positive thing about her albums is that yes, they have a lot of tracks, mm-hmm. but they're not long. No. It's yeah. still in the forty ish minute tracks range. In this, about forty minutes or so, so it's like you i don't get sick of it yeah but i'm it's still at the same Haley williams solo vibe one so. of the interesting things too about this <clears> album <throat> is that she did all the instrumentation a lot of it's like guitar and bass she did stuff, all but of she it did, yeah. yeah and she but she did like some of the drum work so i think they might be digital drums at that point mm-hmm. i'm not 
it wouldn't surprise me if it was but yeah she wrote this all in lockdown performed it all in lockdown and no mention of quarantine from what i've heard not that i've heard okay so and far. also this is going to help your bets because this is an album from an artist that came out in 2020 That's right one down nine one to go. down nine to go <laughs> exactly. cool i didn't even think about that <laughs> exactly <laughs> and julian baker nowhere to be found <laughs> <laughs> she's too busy getting ready for her album yeah, i'm sure it's gonna be great i'm excited for it once yeah um, in, in a couple weeks right a couple weeks i think february, it's february right oh, you're right it's february or is it march yeah. crap my gosh so many albums There's so much to come speaking to come. of albums there's Adam. gonna be a lot of new albums uh in uh, uh a record label that's been established in 2009 just kind of now catching its footing with some big names mm-hmm. uh, that they've announced this past week yes and i thought wasn't I, I thought that was like oh yeah these bands get signed whatever get bands get signed all the time but there are implications mm. and uh we'll, we'll go through those we're not going to go through all these we're not familiar with all these bands but let's go first this was the my initial news story because i we haven't heard from this band since 2015 i think but jeff rickley's own no devotion mm. has been welcomed o- over to uh, velocity records everybody's favorite jeff rickley project exactly. No Devotion. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about jeff rickley in okay. a bit okay yes but that's true no devotion stated, stated on their social media today velocity records have announced that they have been diligently working behind the scenes to return to actively releasing records we would like to announce that no devotion Mm -hmm. has been doing the same Uh, together with our new partners at velocity records we're excited to announce our collective returns blah 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 there's new no devotion music coming out soon i'm not gonna read the whole statement we got a lot to get through (laughs) i don't know how many people were excited about no devotion you you and i were kind of yeah that record wasn't like the best but like one of my favorite songs of the year came out that's right i was wondering is that just jeff rickley's divorce project so <laughs> did he get divorced again Come <laughs> that's on, what Jeff. i was thinking like okay i gotta get my my because i'm never i'm not devoted to any woman <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> the, next, okay. the next signing to velocity records secrets we still kind of hyped on that band well the middle lead singer's dead now we ne- oh, we didn't mention God, that a few months right. ago oh. but, but wade wadelman is now their current <laughs> lead singer but he's been around since like 2015 yeah just the one album you know i mean this is just, i guess this is their follow-up to that Man, one he's been around that long That's so crazy. they haven't announced anything new uh what secrets has to say is like uh, we are very excited to announce that we have signed to velocity after a couple of years of being a 100 diy band we couldn't be more stoked oh yeah, that's right that album came out labelless yeah, they left Rise and released that record on their own, I believe. 17 or 18, whatever the year yeah, that exactly. last one was. That but We couldn't be more stoked to be working with this label. And we have very cool things to come. So okay. that sounds like an announcement to me. Wade, uh, what else we Wade got Wade here? Uh, this band <laughs> called uh, And So I Watched You From Afar. They seem pretty cool. Serpents of Shiva. Ooh. Grasslands. Mm. And here is a huge announcement here. Mm? Scary Kids, Scaring yes! Kids have so signed... Excited to uh, velocity records thank I mean, you i'm so ready to hear cove singing with this band we'll talk a little bit more about cove a bit i know later. and we'll talk more about cove but <laughs> like they, but they haven't released anything about who's in the band right well in this picture that's cove right there in oh the it middle. is okay uh i don't know what he looks like i'm sorry he's, he's, kind, of, he's kind of a big boy now oh okay. but uh but the SKSK says on their social media, we couldn't be more excited to announce that we signed to the amazing team at Velocity, whose founders we had had the pleasure of working with since the band's early days. We couldn't think of a better home to release new material Whoa. with. We it's look very time. forward to showing, sharing more with what we're up to very soon. Man, because I would love to hear... That's a huge him. announcement. I'd love to hear him on some of those old SK 
uh, tracks because mm-hmm. I, I really liked that band when I listened to yeah, those two got, albums. You, you so, got into them, uh, yeah, a little, a little last while year. Ago. It's fun to listen to when uh, the world is exploding. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Co Reber, Dead American have announced Whoa. they have signed to uh, Velocity Records. We're very excited to announce we have signed with Velocity. Uh, we just want to say thank you to Dave Shapiro for thinking of us, uh, for believing us since day one. We're stoked to be releasing our first full length with this awesome team and look forward to uh, more things to come. So how likely, you're, how like, how likely do you think which one's coming out first, the Dead American or the SKSK? Whoa, that's tough to tell because he's been with Scary Kids for at least a, a year, year now. Yeah. So I think both of these bands have albums ready to go. They're just trying to figure out the timing. Um, so I'm going to say they, they both come out within like a couple months of each other. Yeah, that'd be, not, that'd be, that'd be tight. I'm yeah. not sure which one first. Both though. of those things I'm hyped for. I had no idea. I, I, I guess maybe there was always a chance that new sk music was coming but i just assumed that was just a one-time thing to do the anniversary tour and mm-hmm. then 2020 happened and then mm-hmm. you know so i guess that was kind of like the push they needed like oh let's just write new music let's do it i th- and then and then we got destroy rebuild until oh, god shows really craig owens himself craig owens by himself <laughs> with no one else to help him uh matt uh, good nick martin no <laughs> nick martin you're right isn't right nick martin mm-hmm. Okay, Nick Martin on guitar because yeah. he was because there's a Nick Martin in Sky the Drive, yeah, the, the same guy, yeah. the same one. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, who's Good also Lord. in a Sleeping with Sirens? Dear God, yeah. Um, but none of those guys are going to be in this project. But anyway, no. So <laughs> we're lucky if Craig when, Owens is there. <laughs> when Drugs was first announced to be returning uh, sometime last year, Craig announced on his solo uh, solo social media is that like it's going to be basically like a solo project with like session musicians hmm. uh, so uh, all that drugs has to say on their social media is that destroy rebuild until god shows new album coming 2021 wow. now this is the one i'm least hyped it's been, about it's been 10 years it's been 10 years i think it's a little too late too, mm. too little too late i'm kind of more stoked on like bad channel stuff which we haven't heard from a long time but like i don't know does are we stoked on this I'm an album that's interested. ten years in the making. I'm I'm very interested. I mean, the first drugs album is so good. It's really so good. I'd like to believe this will this will measure up. And Craig hasn't done anything besides like, bad channels. Yeah. So 2014 was the last time he did anything with yeah. like real music. <laughs> so <laughs> the last know, time he broke up another band. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so it's been seven years since he's actually like sang loudly yeah. or screamed. So I think he might be ready for yeah. something to surprise us or it's going to be garbage. That last drug song he released. <laughs> I never listened to bad. it. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm sorry if you guys enjoyed it. I thought it was, most people Hot hated garbage. it. Most most really? everybody hated what it from what reading? I heard. Okay. <laughs> Thursday. Oh. Have announced that they have signed with Velocity Records. That's interesting. Don't get. It's been ten years again. I know, but Thursday don't album. don't get too excited though. We are happy to announce blah 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 uh, with Velocity Records to reissue some deep cuts. Oh. And put out a pair of live albums that are incredibly special to us. There it's you an go. immense honor to be doing this with some of the people who have kept us on the road for the last twenty years. So. No new music from Thursday, and I kind of no. suspected that. But them being on a record label also still kind of gives me hope. Uh, but uh, we'll see. Uh, I mean, if, it if, was like at least five years ago that they went to that birthday party together <laughs> and took a picture, and you and you got very excited Guys, about that. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thursday they, is back, baby. And they changed it from Thursday was a band to Thursday is a band. Yeah. So, <laughs> but Wikipedia still, don't nothing, lie. <laughs> nothing has come from that. And this is the last major announcement for uh, Velocity Records this past week. 
So are you familiar with The Villa? No. So are you familiar with Michael Bone? Yes. This is Michael Bone's new band. Mm. This is his new um, scene-ish kind of metalcore band. his country band that he's drumming for? Not that, yeah. So that band okay. broke up. Kind of very quietly <laughs> ghosted after, everybody. Yeah, after they released their... three singles and got into a fight with each other and just kind of ghosted their fans and be like, yep. "Hey, we're not, we're not part of that." So okay. the Villa, which he's released one single, uh, or the band has released one single for. Uh, so it's Michael Bone's new band. He sings and screams in it. And uh, I'm ready for more Bone. In my let's life. get let's get let's get Bone in everybody. Let's let's, see let's the... get that icky issues <laughs> stuff out of our system and move on to newer. My music. how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> We are excited oh, for this journey so and glad so to have such a great team behind us. Go give them a follow and for updates and check out the other sick artists announced today. So no full announcement, but I think it's kind of assumed that the, the new villa. So man, that is a huge plethora of announcements we got through. So cool on Velocity Records. You know, we got a kind of a, I guess I'll kind of ask him what he meant by this, but one of our listeners, Dave, on our Discord channel. Hey guys. Discord. Go check out our Discord channels in the description of this episode. We are there. We are there. We, and, we are, we are active on there. A couple of our listeners are active on there as there's well. There's just as many other people there as there is on this podcast. Yes. So <laughs> we're ready for more. <laughs> yeah, so please join us. We're going to be sunsetting uh, our Facebook page sometime very soon. Um, but uh, yeah, but one of our listeners on Discord suggested that the, the this Velocity Records thing might be a cash grab thing. Because apparently they've been kind of oh. struggling to be a full-fledged thing. I, hmm. I know that they're partnered with Epitaph. Um, so this is like maybe an epitaph, like sister imprint hmm, thing going I guess on. That's possible. So, yeah. So I don't know what's going on. So I, I should probably <clears throat> ask him to clarify what he meant by that. But yeah, so we'll, we'll see what's going on. But still, I'm excited for all those bands. You know, the, this, the SK announcement is huge. The confirmation that we're getting dead American is huge. The no devotion. I wasn't expecting that. That's, that's pretty no, big. That was really surprising. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so a plethora of album announcements this past week. So let us know what you're excited for. And on Discord. Please join us in Discord. We're there. Uh, one more announcement to make before we jump into our track-by-track track for this week. Uh, we have one more week. This Sunday is your last chance to uh, send to us your uh, your draft for 2021. Uh, we're at four people right now, so it's a lot less than was what our 2020 draft uh, for listeners were. So please, 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 you can, send us, you can send us your list, and we really hope that you guys participate. You get nothing to lose. Except for that three hundred dollar entry fee, that's non refundable. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. We're, uh, we're, we we just deducted from your bank account. Like, yeah. Really easily. It's I mean so easy. Yeah. I mean, guys, you you wouldn't you'd be surprised what your Facebook account like uh, I know. links us to. Those those four people. I mean, we know everything about them. Mm-hmm. Mother's I, I own the deed to their house. <laughs> I live in, I have a house in Montana now. Thanks to I'm just kidding. So yeah, if you have nothing to lose, just let us know what your what 10 bands um, you want to release albums or that you know releasing albums 2021 are, you can send it to us on Facebook, facebook.com slash skinny with Mike and Adam, on Instagram at Mike Wears Prada, or like one of our listeners did uh, this past week over on email at the, the skinny with Mike and Adam at gmail.com. Congratulations to that listener. We don't have a bunch of new little Man, skinheads running around so many skinheads so, so many, many new skinheads in yeah. 2021 this is exciting news guys and again folks if you're a new listener that's skinheads with two n's so it's not racist right <laughs> do we do we mention the newest skinhead that came into the world this one week? of our you know our biggest fan has, has the newest little skinhead has joined man uh, a little a little baby boy which is, yes which is shocking for this show i know yeah. we're just like daniel thank you for breaking 
the female curse <laughs> surrounding yeah. Mike and I. And I mean, Dave we've too, yeah. And yeah, every every person we've come in contact with through music <laughs> over the past how many years have we known each other? Thirteen years. A lot of years. Yeah. Um, has had nothing but girls. Yeah. Except for that one boy that we don't talk about. And, <laughs> and so peace. Daniel broke this curse yeah. by actually giving birth himself mm -hmm. to an actual boy. There are Y chromosomes out there associated not, with this show. Not very many. Not very many. <laughs> There's at least one out there. <laughs> it makes it really hard to make like a screamo band when yeah. you make nothing but girls. Yeah. It's just, they, they don't, they don't know how to scream. They're all, it, it's all spirit box cover bands. I know so. girls know how to listen to screamo. <laughs> they don't know how to be in screamo bands. I was just like, that is being so sexist. We should get, <laughs> speaking of sexism, let's jump into this week's <laughs> track by track review yes. of a frontal lobe submission. Uh, the newest, uh, the newest album record EP from Landon tours, someone that's been our, on our radar for the last several years, especially after, you know, uh, the plot in you is kind of turned yeah. around and being like we've one. we've been listening to Landon since 2015 yeah because plot was opening for amity affliction Correct. at my birthday show that year in mm -hmm. 2015 and i was just like oh, listen to this band let's put on this this first ep wife beater see how this goes <laughs> i'm pregnant oh god what could you watch your album. children burn no thank you no i would not like to <laughs> that is yeah one of the worst <laughs> records we've ever heard and so going into there like we saw them right before happiness and self-destruction came out right yeah because it was october 2015 that album came out like late october mm -hmm. maybe november of 2015 definitely so, like we weren't expecting how good that album was going to be right and so like the singles had come out already and i remember watch somehow i listened to the singles and was just like oh hey this song seems really good yeah, it seems a and, little different than yeah yeah and so that album came out and we were just like, hey, it's a lot better than the stuff that they did before. Good yeah. on you. We won't have to fully write them off yet. And then 2018, Dispose God. comes out and Mike's like, I'm not listening to this band. That band is dead to me. <laughs> so I listened to it out of the kindness of my heart. And then mm. I texted him saying. As a kindness to Landon Tours. <laughs> Mike, you got to listen to this one. It's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then he did and he loved it. And so this band is back. And then Landon released withdrawals in 2019 mm -hmm. and not his first album but like he's been doing solo stuff here and there um, yes you know before the plot and you kind of changed direction to the band that they are now that i guess this solo stuff was kind of his way of like getting that creativity like his kind of a lot more melodic uh, pop quite, based stuff he's quite the art artiste yeah we'll just put it that way artur is that how you would describe him Artur, yeah <laughs> that's a good one that's a good thing yeah. so yeah so uh, we we enjoyed withdrawals it was fair um, so I wasn't like super hyped going into this next, uh, EP. I was happy it was an EP. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I've listened to a lot of albums these last two weeks. We'll <laughs> so, hear about that very soon. So, but I was still was like, I'm still not like all in a hundred percent hyped about mm. his projects. They're all like got some good elements to them, but I've never been like a hundred percent like, man, this is like landed tours. Album kind of, of the reminds kind of me, especially with how eclectic all of his music projects are, you know, cause we got an EP from him last year too, from it was like a, it was, the it was AI sunsetting his metal core so, solo stuff. Right. But like, so, you know, I wasn't a big fan of that. Uh, but, um, yeah, but this is like, I guess the proper follow up to withdrawals. 
But my point being is that like he kind of reminds me of like when you were going through your John Frusciante uh, discography, yes. like how eclectic you were telling me that is. So I would say, don't wait 16 years <laughs> to go back and listen to Landon Tours yeah. stuff. Like listen to it now. Get into the get into the ground floor now. <laughs> yeah. Although I had a really good time absorbing John Frusciante. But anyway, we'll talk about him another day. Oh. Anyway, very soon Landon. for me, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, so this is the prop, prop, I guess the proper follow up to withdrawals from two years yes. ago, and uh, I'm 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 pretty excited about it. You're right. Uh, the fact that this is an EP, I guess, was kind of like a good thing, mm-hmm. right? Uh, <laughs> I was like, we'll, thank God. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, I guess, from my end too, like in a bit. So, like, should we just jump right in? Jump right in. So this is uh, we're 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 listening to the YouTube playlist because we I don't have the physical copy. Uh, at at the moment, but the, so this is uh, on YouTube. This is Gospel Therapy, the intro track. Um, this is gospel for the fallen ones. I know. Covering Panic at the Disco just to start. Talking about problematic. Oh, but uh, yeah. So what did you before we before we jump into the actual music? Like, what'd you think of like the vibe of this album? I liked it. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was a lot better than Withdrawals. Mm. I mean, I haven't listened to Withdrawals since. 2019 yeah is, is a little bit more eclectic than where this album is but mm-hmm. there is still like weird shit especially with this um first track here the first track shows you how broad musically landon is willing to go for mm-hmm. the, with, with music projects right and this, Man, was, this is a long ass fucking intro because <laughs> this track there it is oh, shit. <laughs> pretty loud let me turn it down a little bit so this track you know it it was exactly what I was expecting. I'll just put it that way. But well, it's still, midway through, though. Were you expecting that that drop? We'll get there. I'm not surprised. Okay. I'll put it that way. Because <laughs> I know this guy. He's he's sad, and he puts it into his music. And then he's angry, and he puts that into his music. And he's not afraid, lyrically, to say whatever the fuck he wants. To, yeah, in a very, like, dude bro-y kind of, I don't give a fuck. I know I'm fucked up. Yeah, but you all fucking enjoy it, so I don't give a fuck. Well, sort of way. It's this, very Johnny Craigy, you know. That's a good way of putting it, just without the history. <laughs> I love this drop, dude. I love it. <laughs> it's cool. And then, you, but then when you're like, I'm just glad it's not a plot and you record, because they're just like, well, it's it's his solo stuff, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah, and I've. So I'm not expecting anything. Yeah. And so it's just like, I can enjoy this because it's just what it is. Yeah. And I think that's like the nature of like a solo project. Like that should be like your outlet to do whatever the hell you want that doesn't fit mm-hmm. whatever your main project is. And having those weird side things where like just, just this voice comes in saying like, okay, calm it down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. You know, at first that's it's like kind of like, you know, it's, it's off-putting at first, but you care to... It grows on your feet. Yeah, as soon as you're invested in the song and you're just like, yeah, you really should calm down a little yeah. bit. <laughs> it's okay, bro. Yeah. And like, and, and quite literally, musically, like his voice like tones it down a little bit. Yeah, so it's like, it's, it's really cool. It fits into the vibe of it. And from what I've Fuck heard you. from him in Ian's interview is that like he, he did everything for this. Mm-hmm. Like all, all, the, all the instruments, all of the production stuff for the videos, and all I think of the that's promotion. And the case for all of his solo projects too like he's he said this was the one he did the most oh, okay on his own so it, it felt even more personal right now we're in track two kill me featuring rarities probably two of the best, best singers of the scene right now i don't know if i would i, I would i think i'd say this is probably best on the ep oh okay yeah this is one of and the best songs on this it definitely ends well with mm-hmm. the last two tracks but 
the song is really, really good, and I'm ready for it to get started. Yeah, this is oh god, I'm so fucking sick of music videos. Everybody's <laughs> fucking drinking, bro. Sorry, folks. Like we should have got the physical copy before we started this, but yeah, the YouTube was the best we could do at the moment. Okay. So, in anything where Rory Rodriguez shows up, mm-hmm. I mean, are we gonna are we gonna put that down at this point? No, no. Rory Rodriguez is one of the best singers in the scene. I mean, would you would you put Landon up there as well as one of the best singers? Not ready to put him up there yet? I'd say most... How do I put it? Ah, man, I don't even know how to describe it. I think everybody wants to hear what he is doing. Yeah. I don't I don't know if that makes him the that's best, a good point. one of the best singers, but every, but you want to hear it no matter what. Yeah, that's it's going to be interesting. It's going gonna, it's gonna to start a conversation. I yeah. guess so. And this song is exactly where I needed it to be. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah, this kind of like fits in with kind of like Dayseeker kind of tone, which is very appropriate that we get Rory on here. Yes. Which makes us think Dayseeker is right around the corner. Yeah, I very hope so. soon. I hope so. It's, it's time. Yeah. Yeah, great chorus. I love. It's a great chorus. I like that. Mm-hmm. It's very it's very catchy and it, and it still has those kind of weird vocal offset things that, that Landon's doing the entire EP where he's just like in the background screaming instead of like right in front of the mic and so since I've like gravitated so much more to this now I'm like worried for the next plot album I am <laughs> even more like I'll, I'll, I'll share my thoughts now like I'm even more hyped for the plot and you stuff now which is confirmed to be coming in 2021 yes so like, he said he finally got it done thanks to quarantine Nice. <laughs> Just like Haley Williams. Yes. Did did landed to earth by a jacuzzi too, I wonder. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so subject matter wise, I think it's you know, we've got a short EP, so I guess it's time to talk about it now, like quickly. Did <laughs> did the subject matter at all kind of like rub you the wrong way? No. Okay. It, it, I, I mean I, I felt like it was ready. It was trying to get, you know, to that deeper under your skin kind of thing. Yeah. And it's definitely trying to make you uncomfortable with the, the little hints of misogyny and the little like you know, there's a lot of like self harm and, and you know, and there's it, a lot of acknowledgement of like how bad of a person I am. Yes. Yeah. But now I can see it like more as the satire than as mm. like I'm doing this for attention. You think it's satire? Which is weird. Yeah, I totally do because okay. I think it's just the fact that he throws in those little jokes and he did that on withdrawals too. Yeah. Where like he had the crowd boo him when he mentioned like a gun. So I'm just like, okay, he gets it. He gets where he's coming from. And for some reason that helps for me to just be like, okay, this is just like a part of his brain yeah. that he's trying to work through and process and I can enjoy it and it's good. And it doesn't hit me in a bad way. I had not considered it to be satire so that's cool. that's interesting that you said that especially because we're, I brought this to your attention off air but like um, his interview with Shane I think it was like last year or whatever <laughs> yes. it was where yes. he shared a story about how he and the plot <laughs> and you like inspect each other's buttholes yes and for whatever reason whoever's like, whoever has like the stinkiest butthole is like the some, winner they get, they get punished somehow I can't remember oh, what it was but, like, so the loser the loser <laughs> or the winner depending on how you I don't know how you judge who's a stinkier <laughs> I don't know <laughs> you gotta ask him so he just kind of comes off to me as that like, kind of very like dude bro-y like I don't give a fuck and maybe he is I don't know and so I didn't I had not considered that to be like satire 
I, I had forgotten about that story, and yes, that rightfully so. that made me physically sick to hear <laughs> back in 2019 when yeah. I listened to that. But <laughs> this is F pacing, and so and then listening or seeing this album art also makes me physically sick to look at. Yeah, and I think this album art too is a indicative of the tone of the album, and where it's there's beauty, but an underlying sense of uncomfortable disgusting, like disgusting nature yes. right like i want to get a reaction which yeah I'm like, okay i get it and for, but i don't know for some reason for him i i give i let him get away with it i don't know why i, I can't yeah, do it for him he's but never and and, and and we talked about a plot, the plot in you their beginnings like he's mm. never shied away from like disgusting subject matter right. or stuff and, right now. and also saying that the early stuff was not his best right yeah <laughs> which is as an artist is cool to admit right you know but like he's always done that kind of stuff so for him to kind of just still be like yeah i'm gonna talk about like shitty shit oh that's what the f meant it meant f fuck oh. i could have i would have never mm-hmm. <laughs> stupid joke then you got like this little r&b ditty right here yeah we got like a female cool. vocalist like coming in here and in, right. in both the future choruses and the she gets her own ver- uh, verse as well uh, yeah, I like this song too. This is one of my favorite songs on this album. It's very, it's you know, it's, it's a relationship problems as if like I've never been in a serious relationship, so I'm kind of scared to go into one. But that also makes me like insecure, so I don't want you to have to like go through that because I'm like I'm a shitty person. That's the reason why I'm not into seriously. It's a complicated. It, there's so much like complexity in you know, the lyrics of the song. Like Brian Fallon prepped us for this it, yeah. complication. We we grew up on Brian Fallon, so we can appreciate F <laughs> yes. songs like F Pace. Yes. So yeah, it's it's an interesting thing after we've been following this guy for almost six years mm-hmm. now. So I like this song. It's yeah. cool. I like. It's not like you know. It's not like a crazy interesting song where where there's gonna be a drop right in the middle and like <laughs> you know the tone's gonna shift. But it's a very good song. And fucking uh, kill me now. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> what the? <laughs> Let's move on over to track four. Gave my all. This is uh, I like this one of the yeah. This is again another a song that has one of the best choruses on this EP. So again, like since I know plot new is not this. Mm-hmm. It makes me nervous when I'm like gonna see him go into the more heavier stuff. Well, I mean, again. dispose and happiness and self destruction was heavy, but it wasn't like neither of those were like the heaviest albums we've ever right. Heard, right? And so, they just kind of introduced pop and alternative rock elements into those bands while still being a hardcore band. True. You know, and I, 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 I. I I, I wouldn't know, of course, but like I don't have any reason to believe the new plot in you is gonna, you know, be this mm-hmm. in any way. Maybe like the final song will be something like this, but like, you know, there's still other members of that band, right? That's true. <laughs> I don't know if there's that many anymore. Yeah. Landon does everything now. <laughs> buttholes and whatnot. And everyone got uncomfortable with their dirty buttholes. <laughs> this is a good chorus, man. And this is like the last kind of like upbeat song uh, for this EP. I know. We've got some fun suicide note tracks to close it out. So. Yeah. Very, very uh, low tempo, low, low tempo, low energy songs to close it out here, which I don't know, kind of for me, kind of messes with the pacing a little bit, but you know, he had six songs. Where he was mm. I feel like it kind of works. And yeah, it, it flies Yeah, you like by. the way it kind of ends uh, mm-hmm. on the low on the low. Not end. that we we don't review EPs very much. No. So. I, think, I thought this was <laughs> worth talking about though, Jack. Yeah. Track. yeah. 
yeah. This is kind of what it I just needed to hear. Yeah, this is yeah. This this EP is like a good palate cleanser, you know. It, it, and there's a lot if you dig into the lyrics to, you know, to dig into, and you know, I want to listen to this now going forward with the idea that this is satire. So maybe mm-hmm. I can kind of get more out of it because mm-hmm. that's definitely like my like I'm having trouble speaking right now because like my wheels are turning. Now that you said that, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, it's recontextualizing <laughs> this EP for me. Right. So like, all right. All right. Maybe I mean, we'll take like, a break from this and <laughs> come return to it. It's like if, if Mike made an album about murdering people, mm-hmm. I'd just be like, good job, Mike. <laughs> but I know Mike's not going to go out and murder people. <laughs> and then a week later, we get that news report. <laughs> Mike murdered six people. <laughs> Podcast <laughs> host extraordinaire, <laughs> Mike Makura. Well, And I can remember after listening to the first few albums, like you and I, I said, I had to watch the videos for this guy because if we see him at the glass house, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to walk the other way. <laughs> I don't want to be anywhere near this guy yeah. at all. He's just a normal looking dude. dude. Right. There's nothing special about the way he looks. And and because I was so fearful and I dubbed it Murder Corps yeah. at the time. Rightfully and, so. And then like I saw the video and I'm like, well, he just looks like everybody else that's in line at the glass house. Yeah, scary. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I can keep my distance. <laughs> Because whoever he makes eye contact with is going to be murdered the that next, night. The next in line. The next yeah. sacrifice. And it turned out that Mike's ass was the only thing getting murdered that night. I got murdered pretty bad that <laughs> night. Oh, one of the worst experiences at a show that I've ever been to. Exactly. I'll just let this show, song play out. Uh, we're going to move right into track five, Just Talking, which in and of itself would have been a great song to close out the EP the that we got. Right it could have been. And maybe that's a good way to summarize. Do you, do you like that we end on when I'm gone I, 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 I kind of prefer this song as the final track hmm I guess I didn't think about Jesus Christ it would have worked either way yeah uh, yeah I guess my main issue with this is just that some pacing issues mm-hmm. because of how few tracks we get what are you gonna do right mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of just kind of slowing it down a little bit uh you know, this, this 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 would have been a good final track, but we do have one. I think "When I'm Gone" is a better song. Mm. Uh, this one, this one is a little bit more kind of throwaway. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm glad it's here. I think it's vocally like he's getting better and better. You don't hear him do a lot of this kind of stuff. Usually. Yeah. We got we got a little bit of these tones and, and withdrawals a little bit, but yeah, he's, he's really kind of going all in with this. I think he's like low key, like one of the best singers currently in the scene right now. Interesting way of looking at him. Yeah. Well, like you'd think this guy would have the douche factor going, bro stuff, which he he he's, does have that there. It's because we've heard his interviews, right? Yeah, but you've heard more interviews than I have. I don't think he comes across that way. You, th- you think this is just the character he's playing? <laughs> Maybe it's just the, the most smelling recent his interview. bandmates' buttholes and like. <laughs> I mean, that's what fourteen-year-olds do. <laughs> Not like almost thirty-year-olds, right? And I don't know. He seems to be getting to a better place. You think he's well-adjusted? He's he's adjusted now. <laughs> he's, a, he's adjusted enough. Like he's it's it's, it's en- he's adjusted enough to where like. Nothing will fall out of the trunk on the move, right? <laughs> but like, it's a little wobbly, right? And if he needs a therapist, I mean, because he talked about that in the someone, interview. Like someone in this room is raising some their of hand. us might be able to volunteer for that, maybe even pro bono, whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to judge you by the name of your first album. I'm just, I'm just saying that doesn't that doesn't have to come up like exactly. that. 
<laughs> I kind of like the little hip hop flair he's kind of thrown in here. Mm-hmm. He, had, he had a little bit more of that in withdrawals, and I'm kind of glad he's bringing that back. Kind of low key, you know, there's not really a big chorus in this one, but yeah, it's just kind of vibing. This is a vibing song. So let's go the- ahead and move on now. It's the fun thing about listening to artist solo projects because they can just do they whatever they want. Yeah. And usually... If it's, if it's not up, successful, oh well, we got a plot in you album that's coming that's probably making some money. And Haley Williams seems to be the only one that I struggle with her solo stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, she's making enough money to buy jacuzzis on a whim. They're not that expensive, really. Oh, are they? Are they? No. They're <laughs> a couple grand, whatever. <laughs> When I'm Gone is the final track here. The uh, Suicide Letter or something. I know. Okay, so like when I first listened to this, I was thinking like, well, yes, based on his past interviews, he seems like a guy who's probably going to kill himself eventually. And he's telling us right here that we shouldn't that. worry about that. Yeah. Like, so it's, so if, it, if it happens, we'll just be like, well, we, we saw it coming. And that's fine. <laughs> now I'm just like, I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. He's, okay. <laughs> this is just him working out a little piece of his mind. Okay. Because I would love to write a song like this. Yeah. Just in a, case I killed myself, wouldn't you like to know that it's not your fault? Oh, God. Adam, if I wrote that song. Cease this. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this right now. But don't we all want to know that? Yeah. Because when somebody kills themselves, there's so many unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. So he's laying it out for us like, hey, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. I'm happy now. Yeah. And then we can all be like, yeah. It's not we'll play this song. We'll light, a, we'll, we'll light our phones we'll light a, up. We'll light a vigil. <laughs> You, you, me, and the 12 other people that listen to this album, it's like, yep. yeah, he's at home now. Oh, well. <laughs> it's okay. Well, I would have liked to hear that new plot new album. Oh, well. <laughs> it just isn't done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a good, a, a, a pretty good effort uh, here. I mean, what are, what's your overall take on? Six out of six. Six yeah. out of six. EP of the year. Damn. End the year now. Frank Iero be damned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was really pleased with this album too. You know, a little bit, like I said, a little bit pacing issues here, here and there, but it's not enough for me to like dismiss this EP in any way. I, I'm very excited for the plot in you coming up, very, and I want, I just want more solo Landon tour stuff. Like I like, I think so too. I like the way he takes his solo music. I like that he just kind of gives a, a fuck all attitude about it, not in like a dismissive sort of way, just kind of like a like oh cool, like well, I want to try this, but I can't do it in a plot in you album. Let's just do this. So, yeah, got to leave him open to that Artur expression. Yeah, and cool. uh, we'll see. He might do more metalcore stuff down the road. He said that he's getting that getting that itch again. Should we all be blessed? <laughs> so let's go ahead and fade it out over here. Adam, new music be damned. Yes, We've been old. To old. Well, I've also been listening to some new music as well. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, what what have you been checking out this okay. week? Okay, all right. Had a busy so, week apparently. With the excitement of Era coming out in March, I was blessed with being able to listen to their first album last week. I hated it, but <laughs> albums two and it's three. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> albums two and three came out shortly thereafter with a new screamer, I believe. And uh, so this is the. Ghost Atlas singers original band. Now I haven't listened to Ghost Atlas in some time, but that was the 2017 album. All is Pretty in good. sync and nothing is left to live and die and cry for. Pretty good. Something like that. <laughs> so, um, but no, uh, augment mm. album two, man, 
good stuff, dude. What a what a what a jump in quality. Have you listened to that one lately? Or? Not lately. I listened to it last year because I got a recommendation okay. to check out Neon yes. uh, from one of our listeners, and I enjoyed that album enough to go check out the rest. So cool. Yeah, Augment is is really good. I I think I gave it like a nine out of eleven. The wow. track Ultraviolet was one of the standout tracks. That's a great on track. Whew. Yeah, man, it sounds so. He's got like that Cove Reaver reaper style mm-hmm. and then i feel like the screamer is very joel from amity affliction so I you mix that don't know with too some... much about this band so they have two singers yeah well they got the clean and the and oh, the unclean okay. i didn't know that so it sounds like cove and i i think it has some joel elements and then you got much better guitar work than most other bands out there just with like the atmospheric like kind of stuff the musicianship is very tech based yes. very you know very genty uh pro- progressive metalcore kind I, of stuff I, I don't know how to describe genty but i'll just oh, take yeah. your word on genty is kind of like math rock kind of oh. odd very ch- but still kind of chugga chugga mm-hmm. like i don't know how to pro- pro- i'm just kind of going off of like gent albums that i go right. off of, so I, I can't pronounce uh describe it too well either but yeah augment and then Glad you, got, you enjoyed it then you got drift that came out, I believe, 2013? 16. 16. Man. Augment was 13. So this album, also really good. A lot of people were telling me how good it was, and uh, I, I, I must agree with them. I think mm-hmm. I gave this an 8 out of 10 total, but this this is like the big chorus uh, album right here. So did you listen to this one a I, while yeah, ago I'm, as well? No. Yeah, a while ago. So I'm familiar with this whole band's discography. Okay. Uh, but it was, it was, it's been a while since I checked out their music. But yeah, I, I think like they just kind of honed it in really, really well on here. And like, I think safe Haven track nine, definitely one of my favorites. Um, but yeah, it's two tracks and not really keen on irreversible and, and the title track drift, but everything else I'm just like, cool. Give me more of that, Daddy. Give me more. <laughs> so now Daddy. I'm I'm jumping into Neon, and Neon is uh, so far so good. Yeah. I'll so the, the 2018, the most recent album, uh, you know, right before, like you said, March, their self-titled fifth album. I'm ready. And then I was finishing up I See Stars. Ah. So I, man, New Quick Demons. Turnaround. New Demons and Treehouse. So this band only existed for seven years. And they started when they were like 17. Yep. So you look at that this whole life. this whole band existed between the ages of 17 and 24. Yep. And they haven't... The peak of any, human existence. <laughs> and nothing in the last five years now. Right. Except I think the singer got a new EP this year or something. But I wasn't expecting too much from New Demons because like the first three albums were just kind of middle of the road, ho-hum kind of stuff. But I feel like this is the standout disc of all five. Wow. Um they're, I mean, the, the, this is where they go heavy with the electronic stuff. Um, yeah. You listened to it, I'm sure, years and years ago, right? Yes. Okay. But it didn't really jump out to you? I think this is 2013. I, you know, I remember, like, the one before, yeah, the one before Treehouse, like, I was like... Digital Renegade. Yeah. I, I, I was like, oh, th- this is, like, in the Fair, right yes. direction. Yeah, this is, like, where I would have, like, preferred this band to take their music. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Treehouse came out, and I was like, oh, this is this is my favorite. Um, I feel like this, like New Demons is the exact balance that I, my brain just needs for hardcore. For this like electronic screamo stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely too much electronic, 
but it fits yeah. <laughs> in a weird way. For the tone that they're kind of going. Yeah. Right. Like there's a track called Murder Mitten. I wish we could play it, but that's the one where there's just like, there was no need for all this electronic. And it was like, and I'm like, I'm like, but I really like it. Yeah. You can <laughs> but, tell they were kind of like influenced by like dubstep and like, uh, and you know, like Skrillex and, uh, those kind of, those attack kind of attack. artists. Yeah. And attack attack. Yeah. <laughs> so much attack attack. Um, but yeah, like this album is almost perfect. I wow. dare, I almost am like 10 out of 12, 11 out of 12 range dang dude I'm, I'm, i have to go back and give like a full-on final review of it dope um but everything about this maybe boris the animal track nine not a big fan of that okay. track but everything else i'm just like i can i can really dig this this is a, a 11 track album sorry it's got a scary frightening intro that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like to I'm skip pregnant. over <laughs> but um then treehouse yeah which i did go back and listen to our honorable mentions episode of 2016 yeah to be like where did mike mention treehouse and it's literally 10 seconds about an hour and 20 minutes into the episode where mike says he i listened it. i listened to treehouse by icy stars and i say is that a band that's been around for a while? You're like, they've been around since about 2008, 2010. It's a pretty good album. And then we move on quickly yep. to the next album. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I, I, I even, to, even at that point, I didn't know too much about them. I know, I just know they've been around. They've been a fan favorite, uh, yes. you know, and then learning later that like, Oh, one of our lists, one, you know, one of our biggest listeners, like that's one of his favorite bands. Right. So I, so you say like nothing about, it at all in that episode which is so funny because Sorry. for 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 a for their best album in your opinion in my opinion at that point yeah right so um but yeah i think they took three years off from album five to or from album four to album five guess what guys now they were old learned men now <laughs> 24 24 we decided to bring back isc stars and uh the lead singer took over all the vocal duties for mm-hmm. this one devon Oh, fuck, I hate that name. <laughs> the manager, Devin, starts to abuse me. Back off, man. I just want some muesli. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I did like Treehouse. Yeah. I did not like it nearly as much as New Demons. Okay. It's definitely a huge change in their style. It tones it down quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, it tones down the electronic stuff, like, a lot. Um, which, I, for, for me, especially in 2016, like, I, I would have preferred. Um, I know... Zach and Brandon said that this album encompasses all of their albums. I don't think it does nearly that much. It seems like it's definitely a change. It seems like it's a brand new band at this point. Um, I, I I like tracks one through five and I like tracks 11 and 12, Mm, but in the middle there, it really does kind of bottom out and become very boring. Okay. Yeah. I can Um, see that. I mean, yeah, t- especially with, I can see how you going into this, like all their entire discography all at once, and then having their old stuff fresh in your mind, especially with how much you enjoyed Neon Neon Demon, I think it's called New Demon, New Demon, and, um, <laughs> Neon Demon, whatever. That's, that's a movie. I'm sorry. Uh, I like that. Very disturbing sex movie. But, oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, with having their music like fresh in their mind, like how going into Treehouse mm-hmm. could have been a little bit jarring. Yeah, if I take if I took three years off and yeah. then listened to Treehouse, it might be a whole different story. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was interesting. So, but still, I'm glad I listened to this band. Um, I doubt I'll go back and listen to them very much, but still, it was it was fun experience to go through. So now, finishing up uh, Neon from 
era this week. And then I'm listening to Scatter the Ashes. Scatter the Ashes. One of your top 100 bands. I forgot Good what number God. it was. Yeah, um, in, so, it was uh, in like the low 50s or whatever I think uh, it was. doesn't sound like that band has much of a history, but I yeah. would like to hear your feelings about that album next week when I'm well, oh, digested yeah. it, I'll, obviously. I'll revisit that album. One of my favorite albums. And then um, Secret and Whisper which was a band that oh, cool. Dave recommended to me, specifically me. He, he didn't say Mike and Adam should check out this band. Mm-hmm. It was, Adam, have you checked out this band? No. And then we left it blank. I didn't hear from, Our we didn't hear from Dave for like three, three days. We know ourselves. <laughs> um, so far, so good. I definitely, they only, they only have two albums from 08 and 2010. Um, Great White Whale and Teenage Fantasy. Oh, Ooh. cool. Um, so I'm enjoying that so far. Sounds like a problematic track. I know. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I'm listening to Haley, and I'm listening to the Foo Fighters. Oh, the new Me- one. Medicine at Midnight. Yeah, that's the new one. It yes. came out this Friday. They recorded it in 2019 and have been sitting on it this whole time, <laughs> waiting for the right time you to put it You guys aren't going to make money on it. Just release it. It's fine. <laughs> and that's what they finally did. Yeah. They're like, okay, let's just go ahead and do this now. Yeah. Um, so it's that's only nine tracks. Albums. Yeah. It's only 36 minutes, which is fine with me. Yeah. That's all I can stomach Foo Fighters for. That's a lot of albums you listened to this past week, man. (sighs) And then I knew what Mike was listening to, so I had to go back and re-listen to some of my favorite albums of all time. Well, before Um, we get into that, I want to talk a couple... I have a couple thoughts on some new albums I listened to. Uh, First of which was a recommendation from one of our listeners. He wrote a blog post on it. He wrote a nice... Uh, a, a nice, well, well-rounded, well-worded review for uh, Gucci High Waters. That's right. Uh, the debut album, new album. I don't know. I'm not. We'll sure. never know. Uh, <laughs> the technology doesn't exist. Uh, the new album from uh, the new album, Jokes on You. Uh, so he's kind of like an up-and-coming emo rapper, uh, more in the R and B kind of vein. Um, you know, you know. Of course, if, if people don't, if people need a comparison, similar to like Nothing Nowhere. And the artists of the an artist of the like with Johnny Craig. What's that one who looks like a methed out Lil Kylo Lotus? Little Lotus. Little yeah. Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> when needles and lovers collide. <laughs> but, uh, so this is his uh, uh, newest uh, album, newest work. Yes, and Daniel thought it was pretty good, right? And I have to agree with him. It is pretty decent, if not pretty repetitive like mm. uh, musically which is all like you know digital drum beats and mm-hmm. uh, digital stuff like that it's it's just tonally there's not much of a thing it's just it just kind of plateaus you is know? it an album or ep it's an album ah, okay. um i don't have the track listing in front of me I'm 17 tracks 17 <laughs> tracks 14 minutes long no, it's it, it but it, it breezes through with even though with how repetitive it gets but the repetition does kind of get to you kind of do feel like Okay, we've heard this we've already. Heard this song. You know, and is he is he rapping about things that are depressing or? Oh, of course. Okay, good, good. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, but it's all that similar kind of like oh girl, girl, oh, girl, on, my girl. basement girl. Remember when we were in the basement? <laughs> Wrong oh, artist. Oh, sorry. That's that's a couple more weeks, I think. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we we'll get there in a couple weeks. Uh, but yeah, it's it's just kind of like young love relationship. I you got my heart broken, girl. Like you know, uh, I don't believe in myself, girl. So you know, it's it's <laughs> fine. Yeah, it, it's fine. I don't know. Bury me at Makeout Creek. <laughs> <laughs> My only regret is that I have monitus. <laughs> <laughs> Write a song about that, emo rappers. So should I listen to it is the real question here. I don't think, especially with how close Nothing Nowhere's new album is coming, mm-hmm. I don't think you need to. Okay. I think this is one that you can skip over. Um, 
correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I don't, I, I, I don't imagine this guy's star is going to shine hmm. pretty bright. Coming He's got a name that you remember, at least. We're going to remember that name. I hate that fucking name. I know, but you remember it. I remember it. Yep. I mean, it's retarded. He's, <laughs> he's, 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 he's checked off that marketing thing. I definitely remember his name. And he's... 17 years old and he's 17 fucking years old oh my god <laughs> kill me kill me fucking now uh let's see and at the recommendation of a teenage girl i really really like <laughs> let me finish that sentence my daughter dot, dot, dot oh <laughs> she's not a teenager yet oh she's but she'll be 13 in a couple months, a couple months. She's, she's still tween for now yeah whatever uh i mean, I mean she's 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 your height adam that's true <laughs> Uh, she is really into this uh, solo artist uh, mm. by the name of Conan Gray. Mm. Uh, he, I don't know too much about him. I didn't read too much about him. Apparently, he's he's this young guy. Apparently, Elton John's a big fan of him too. Interesting. Um, and he has his new album that so came he... out in January of 2020 called Kid Crow. Uh, he has so this is his newest album. Again, I'm not too familiar with him. All I know is that my daughter recommended him, and you know she knows that I did a music podcast. She said something to me. It was very. <laughs> It took me by surprise, mm-hmm. just out of nowhere, we are at my house, and she was like, so dad, Halsey's your number seven album of the year. That's pretty cool. I'm like, you right. listen to the episode. Look at that. Dad, you've been doing a podcast my entire life, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yes, she heard our best album of the year episode. <laughs> Hi, daughter, if you're listening to this now. But uh, yeah, oh, uh, I, I really fucking love this album. It is, a, it is a straight up just pop album. Okay. It's an album about young love and having and, and falling in love and having your heart broken and all that stuff. But man, this guy can write. He is a mm. really good storyteller. And he's like 18, 19 years old. He's a super young dude. Mm-hmm. His name is Conan what again? Conan Gray. G-R-A-Y. Gray. Okay. Right. Apologies, folks. So we had to stop the recording right here, actually. Uh uh, Adam's daughter woke up from her nap, so we had to go take care of her for a little bit. Uh, and then the Super Bowl started, so we started watching that. But uh, as you'll hear, we came back uh, during halftime of the Super Bowl. and uh, But unfortunately, when we came back, Adam's microphone was not on while we were uh, discussing Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell Part 2. Uh, so we're actually going to re-discuss that on next week's episode, actually, because both of us had a lot to talk about when it comes to that album. You know, Adam had a lot of memories, you know, and it's just a mind-blowing like rock opera that just kind of took me back a little bit so uh what we do come right back in uh, adam notices that his microphone what uh, was off and turns it right back on when we talk a little bit about matchbox 20 so apologies about that uh, we hope you understand please enjoy all right <laughs> edit break <laughs> Damn it. matchbox 20 okay Let's matchbox, 20. matchbox 20 the other recommendation for that uh, you asked me to check out so i checked out just the first two albums, Yourself or Someone oh, Like You, so not... and Mad Season. I have not checked okay. the third album yet. Okay. Uh, so, the first half of this album, all singles. <laughs> For Yourself or Someone Like You, Correct. yes. 1996, yeah. this was another, this was a random cassette that I think I bought or my mom bought. And I just was like, well, I know I know all these all these hits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then, and then I... I listened to it and I was like, hey, it's a really good, really good album. So you listened like, to this like after like all the big hits were like out already or? I think so. Like at least, at least the first two, like Push and 3AM were the first big hits. Mm-hmm. And then I think Real World was tra- was a single three. Yeah. And uh, then like, I remember listening to the album. I remember vivid memories of listening to this driving 
you know, with my, my, my doors tape mm-hmm. and my Mashbox 20 tape. But while <laughs> one was rewinding, you were playing yes. the other one. <laughs> um, so in Long Day, I remember being like, wow, this is a song I've never heard before. And this song is really cool. Yeah. And then like the later half of it is, is okay as well. Yeah. The later half, you could tell they put the stronger songs front. They kind of front load. But is that fair to say because we've been so inundated, inundated with these songs for literally 25 years at this point. It was a long time between 97 and 2000 of only having one Matchbox 20 yeah. tape to listen to. So it was long just... Long turnover, but <laughs> yeah. they've been bombarding society with these six singles, five singles uh, for you know that, right. that amount of time. But they're great songs. I really um, like Busted. That's a really good song towards the end. Yeah, of the, track uh, 10, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, <clears throat> so... It's hard for me to tell because we as a society have been inundated with these singles for so right. long. If those were all the stronger songs or it's just because of our, my familiarity with them. Right. Is like, and I feel of the three albums, this is the least the least of them. Oh, shall we I, move I on? I gave it a 9 out of 12 okay. on re-listen. And it was like all I had from 97 to 2000 way back when. And um, so like, so in nostalgia... I'm just like, oh yeah, I remember driving around in the rain a lot listening to this album, and my mom really liked it, so it was, it was cool. And now I listen to it, and I'm like, well, the next two albums were a lot better. So, well, like, let's get into that. Let's get into uh, let's get into Mad Season. So, okay, t- the year 2000. So it took, they took four years to, you know, I'm sure they went on worldwide tours. Oh yeah, 15 million albums of yourself Fuck. or someone like you. I mean, Jesus it was Christ. number one of everything yeah. so but i mean genuinely speaking good album pretty decent for album. the time period yes yeah, especially so yeah uh, the, the the post grunge kind of um alternative rock kind of mainstream aspect of it it wasn't very jarring uh this does sound like it's a product of its time um but i'm perfectly okay with that because i've just been inundating myself with like grunge music music from the 90s true, anyway so true like i'm fully into that so if somebody go into this like completely cold like yes. it might be a little jarring at first but i but I, I imagine you're all familiar with these songs so like yes but uh but yeah so for mad, mad season, season though so like yeah 2000 it was like limp biscuit and corn mm-hmm. and all of these heavy rock bands so like I wasn't walking around telling people like, "Hey guys, did you know there's a new Ma- uh, Matchbox 20 album <laughs> coming out?" You hail me, I'll be it. Because <laughs> that that song came out towards the end of '99. Mm-hmm. It was like a long wait until the album came out. I, I remember feeling, and so uh, yeah, like I I I knew I was going to buy this album, and I didn't tell anybody I was buying this album, <laughs> and I didn't tell anybody I was listening to this album and really liking this album because mm-hmm. there was a lot of other noise on top of it that was getting a lot more Adam, you're attention. You're not limping with the biscuit. <laughs> I remember thinking about that, but also like, like slowly just letting my 19 year old brain absorb these really, really, really heavy emotional yes. relationship I songs to that too. On the first album, there's a lot of like heavy subject matter. Yes. And there's a lot of like substance abuse and relationship issues and you know, yes. depression and all, all these things too. So like beneath the surface of like these poppy, you know, poppy alt, alt rock like adult contemporaries, like it's, it's a band that everyone can enjoy. Exactly. Kind of songs like VH1 friendly. Yeah. There's this like underlying like darkness to it, Man, which, is, which, which is mad season. They definitely capitalized. Yeah. And, and there's <laughs> a song here, track three crutch. Wow. Holy moly. What a, like this doesn't sound like this band at all. That's no, like, that's a completely 
left like out of left field like mm-hmm. track for them and exactly I, it, I remember it jumped out to me immediately it was one of my favorites even early on yeah and uh see so yeah, there's another there's other big singles here like if you're gone and bent right and, and uh, mad season mad season yeah and so. if you're gone is the only track that i've never ever been a fan of maybe it's time <laughs> to come home i know i was always just like it's just a it's a weak chorus and it's just it seems it's to fall another flat. song that's like super inundating because i hear that bit. song over the it's word everywhere radio, like everywhere but then like you mix around like all this other stuff and then after you after mad season at track five and from track six to 13, it's just like emotional, emotional, yeah. emotional, gut wrenching, emotional mm-hmm. all the way to the end. Yeah. But what, what was your take on it? But, uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like structurally too, I do feel like they put the better songs in the front half. And I, I, I think that's a, I, I, I'm less familiar with some of the singles on here. Cause there's, you know, there's not that many. Right. Um, there was only those three. Four, long, uh, so last beautiful girl, apparently it was a single. I've never heard that song That's prior to this. Good song too. Oh, uh, it is a great song. Yeah. If you're gone, mad season and bent. So those are okay. the singles. Um, but, uh, but, but yeah, I, I, I do feel like this, this album was a little bit more front loaded with like the quote unquote, the better songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but not that the latter half was, you know, uh, rough to get through at all like, right you know, bent it is, seemed bent is there <laughs> yeah it, it especially after taking all that time off from it and this album is my number you know 64 mm-hmm. of all time yeah and I, I i i put it one step above a boy named goo wow because like you know you and get in fucking love that i know you get into oh man what's the song after mad season uh rest stop that song is heavy that song is very heavy yeah emotionally heavy bed of lies bed of lies right after bent yeah heavy. especially like after like like you're dancing along to <laughs> bent because you heard it for like all for, right. for 20 years bed of lies <laughs> is one of the most emotionally gut-wrenching songs it's so oh. it's so heavy dude and then it goes into burn Le- after leave? that no leave leave okay and then stop and then you won't you won't be mine yeah the burn is track eight okay burn is an incredible song mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and yeah that closer the piano yeah yeah dude Ooh. nice long song too man but like it doesn't you don't feel the no it's it's, it's it's it breezes right through because of how emotionally invested you are in the song and this album is 50-ish minutes i didn't yeah. realize how long it was because i never really noticed i guess yeah <laughs> until i was listening to it this week so a pleasant surprise with this matchbox 20 i was telling my wife that like oh i'm gonna be checking out this one and she's like so even she she had a friend um, when she was a lot younger who had a lot of like emotional issues going up so like they bonded like mm-hmm. she bonded with her due to that mm-hmm. and she was huge into matchbox 20 because oh, of like okay. she, you know she she related to like a lot of the subject matter right. and the music so my wife has like a history with because yes. she would share her albums with her and then she and then they bonded over it so she was quite excited to hear that i was right. checking out this band this past week so yeah huge surprise like this was like another like when Adam gave me his list, I'm like, Matchbox 20, really? That band? Like, can you help me on bent? Like that band? I was like, yes. well, but like, yeah, there's, there's so much be more. beneath the surface, mm-hmm. like uh, going into this. So I'm so excited I've... to go into their third album here, yes. which is the last one that you recommended to me. Yes. I, after listening to Mad Season this week, I put it on the same pacing level as American Slang, oh, where oh. it's like the beginning is like good songs that are like 
fun to listen to, mm-hmm. up-tempo. He was like, yeah, 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 we're just having a good time. We're talking about serious subjects, whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, right in the middle, there's this huge emotional shift. And the rest of the album just takes you into this, yeah. this realm of darkness. Fucked up, fuck you up <laughs> exactly. <right now. laughs> to the point where like, you know, at the end when he's just doing this like piano ballad solo of like, you won't be mine. Like after all of this, mm-hmm. re- all of this drama and, and relationship stuff. And then he's just like accepting it's not going to happen. And it has this like giant crescendo in it. Mm-hmm. And that track is like five and a half minutes long, which is yeah. well, it's it, nine it, minutes long. Nine Oh crap! Yeah, that song is nine minutes long, dude. It's a, it's a honker. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You know what? No, because it's a it's a five minute and there's silence and there's a bonus thing. I think yeah. there's a bonus yeah, track yeah. somewhere sorry, in there. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, not on the i the the Amazon version. Oh, okay, I'm listening <laughs> so, to the like CD version. So I was just like, yeah, I was just realized where it just kind of picks up that way because yeah, the, the first two tracks are like up tempo and kind of like hey i'm kind of angry whatever you know there's a song about black and white people mm-hmm. and, you know we're never gonna have that perfect little life girl you know <laughs> like whatever and then it's just so more than you more think than you think you are, are which i have not checked out yet okay why would you want me to stop here and not go into exile on mainstream exile on mainstream is not a very fun listen it's okay. an ep there's only like one out of those six tracks that i genuinely enjoy oh it's an ep i didn't see yeah that. And then North from 2012 is a very poor album as well. Mm. Um, but but hang it up, Rob Thomas. <laughs> uh, More Than You Think You Are is my number 73 album of all time. Cool. And a lot of big hits on this one. might too. remember some. I, I don't know what. Mick Jagger co-wrote the song Disease. Well, that song Interesting. is really good and it's very poppy. Yeah because <laughs> like again this band disappeared for me from 2000 to 2002 obviously late 2001 mm-hmm. i started delving into grunge and then i realized out of nowhere watching vh1 like oh matchbox 20 has a new album coming out might as well go check that yeah. out whatever and i'm like this is gonna suck so bad i'm so into all this other real music now <laughs> and then I'm just into bands like Biscuit <laughs> and corn and Soundgarden. sound garden so um but no this 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 album is is the polished like the even more nice dude. polished version i still put mad season above this one even though it's also a 12 out of 13 um there is a bonus track on the cd version yeah i see that it here might not be on there it's a really good bonus track too okay um, so sad so lonely yes very good song unwell i know was the big hit single mm-hmm. i can't remember any other single oh, disease obviously mm-hmm. was was a big single and that's a very like poppy song but it's good i like okay. it okay yeah i'm, I'm you know I would I didn't know what to expect going to this one because you know I'll, like most people I'm only familiar with the big singles so and, and I, I did cut, admittedly I did go into this like with kind of low expectations of like all right this band let's see what let's see all what right has, whatever let's see what we have to offer but like <laughs> yeah huge surprise huge pleasant surprise I feel like album three kind of just picks up it's not as emotionally dark got it out of his system i think so but the 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 subjects are still there it's just it's a little bit more of a happier tone for some still serious subject matter um but like the pop elements are all there and i'll just i guess i'll just hear your your, uh, i'm excited to check it out so is there anything what what, what's next on the on the addendum so man i mean because degradation trip is going to be a monster okay because that's that's two hours of, of slow grungy wonderfulness in yeah, my opinion. Two, <laughs> two two albums worth of music. Um, 
who else did I put on that? We got live. We got RHCP. Oh man. We got Metallica. We got (laughs) Pearl Jam. Now, do you want to do like two bands at a time, or you want to take it band by band by band? Well, the only thing kind of left, I guess, technically the only small discoveries we have left are STP and Guns N' Roses. Mm. Well, not the entire. Guns N' Roses, just the first three albums. I know. That's like six hours of music yeah. right there. So, I mean, like, I guess we could go two bands at a time. That seems pretty, you know, doable. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't listened to Guns N' Roses for a long time, but those three albums are interesting. Mm. Yeah. And I'm not familiar with music from this era either. So, mm-hmm. you know, that would be an interesting. Uh, this will be the closest to hair metal that I would ever want you to get to. I mean, this is, this is probably, like, from my perspective, the Jedi you but also, like, <laughs> This is hair metal, right? Because it's like it's it's the most the most glam. angsty hair metal. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing like Motley Crue esque mm. about or Wham or whatever Warrant. There's nothing like that kind mm-hmm. of glam about Guns N' Roses. But then when you get into the Use Your Illusion stuff, then it's like here's our Jim Steinman uh, oh, influence. Okay. So it becomes so it grandiose. Interesting. Yes. Okay. I can't say it's anywhere close to what Meatloaf, that Meatloaf right. album is. We also but got <laughs> Counting Crows. We got John Fashanti, of course, and then, of course, Guns N' Roses. So. Yes. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think I should jump into next? You want to just go all three Guns N' Roses albums? Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Guns uh, N' Roses coming up next, baby. <laughs> and then we got Foo Fighters for me, the brand new one as well. Yes. Uh, what 30, else? 36 minutes. Not too bad. Yeah. So what else, what else are we checking out this next coming up got Haley williams yeah i got secret and whisper mm-hmm. and scatter the ashes nice that is so, a solid fucking lineup i'm excited to hear up. your scatter the ashes stories yeah nice dude <laughs> all right so that'll do it for this week's episode uh sorry for some of the editing breaks and editing issues i'll, I'll fix all that today oh, so i uh, hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode let us know what you thought about landon turrs uh go mahomes <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you got the second half to go up to next but uh, yeah follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash skin with mike and adam join our discord in the description of this episode the invite is open uh to anybody so please uh join us there instagram at mike where's prada and email at the skinny with mike and adam at gmail.com send us your draft picks 10 albums that are coming out 2021 you want to win point you want to win points you want to win a goddamn prize Send us picks. So easy. So fucking easy. Just fucking do it. All right. For my co-host, Adam, I'm your co-host, Mike. And like we say, every Super Bowl Sunday. Come Brady's going to win No, no, again. don't listen to him. Brady. Holmes. No, no, go It's home. always Brady. Go home. No, don't listen Number to him. Number seven? No, go ahead. Seven out of ten Two ain't bad. Else, just fucking seven he's out of old ten news. ain't Mahomes bad. is the new legend. He's the new hot shit. Meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs>